whenever my world falls apart I never lose hope or lose heart Whatever the form of the storm that may brew Not with you to lean on, darlings, you Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. When Kerry Ginsburg and Roddy Flynn were here talking about the 2017 Tony Awards, we drifted into a very natural conversation about the nature of criticism. But since the episode was running about 80 minutes at the time, I decided to cut it out and present it to you here in this intermission. We join the conversation already in progress. It's not for me. I think you put it exactly right. It just doesn't feel like it's for me. Yeah. Though the CD is beautifully designed. I'm also trying to use that phrase more than I dislike it. Mm-hmm. Because, because I recognize that there are some people who take my opinion very seriously and they should have their own opinion. Well, it's, <laughs> do you feel that this is, I want to ask you a question because I know Roddy doesn't feel this way. Uh-oh. Do Uh-oh. you feel ever I have no feeling. that you have to, okay, never mind, um, that in, in a setting like this, when you're expressing your opinion about something, that you need to truncate it because all these people do what we do, and you don't want to crap on somebody who's doing their best work. You know what I mean? Like, in a way, because that's oh, often... Up. Okay. <laughs> well. But I feel like I don't... I find myself a lot more being like, well... You know, they were they did a really good job. They were doing, you know, then then mm-hmm. I would be like when I was in college even be like that show was crap and this <laughs> show is amazing. Is, I feel I'm a lot more having worked a lot more but also knowing a lot more people. I'm just like I'm sure everybody involved in this is a really nice person. Yeah, so I'm going to so I'm going to express an opinion but it's going to be temp- it's going to be a lot of like mm-hmm. like they say Groundhog Day is not a show I enjoyed. You may and that's fine. I didn't. Fine, you know. When I express an opinion that is negative. I try to be really specific as to why. Mm-hmm. Um, I <clears throat> I learned. I had a. I had a really. I learned a a very hard lesson a couple of years ago uh, when I expressed an opinion about a production in town that I had a lot of people who's whose work and opinions I care greatly about that I had a very negative opinion and I didn't express it in the most mm-hmm. professional of ways. Mm-hmm. And it really, and I was really stubborn about it because that's a very Ginsburg thing to do. Um, and even though I had really specific reasons, it, it was so close to everybody that I just, I hurt people's feelings and it sounded like I was hurting them intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it, it, it took a lot of, uh, mending of relationships and rebuilding and some like really hard look at myself to be able to say, this just isn't for me. And so when I express opinions now, I, that's one of the reasons why I try to be like, I hate, I don't say that anymore. Mm. I'm not like, I hate it or I dislike it. It's just, it's not, not my cup of tea. Now that also now that lesson and that knowledge and that sort of it's not for me um, keeps me from going to see things. So I mm. now try to not put myself in situations where I think, oh, this might not be for me. It doesn't mean I'm a bad friend if I don't go. I can support you from a distance, but sometimes not being present yeah. is better, I think, support than me being like, you did really good work. Yeah. 
damning with faint praise. Boy, was you look really that... pretty up there. Well, Roddy, Roddy and I do this all the time. We talk about stuff. You we go, like wow, you, fun. you looked. Everyone looked like they were having fun up yeah. there. Yeah, like you were up there. And what a hard play a for effort. Oh my gosh, a oh. for effort. What a yeah. hard play. I mean, oh. geez, this is a this is underproduced a... Shakespeare, right? right? Yeah, very yeah. challenging material. <laughs> right. Yeah. What a great concept. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So to not have to do those things is great because then I don't go home and feel dirty. Right. That's true. So I'm not really sure if I answered wow. your question. No, you did. But... You did answer my question because it is that thing of like of the knowledge that what you say, A, has an effect on people. Yeah. But it is also this thing of we always, when we do something, we want everyone to see it and we want them to tell us it was, well, okay. <laughs> When I do something, yes. I want everyone to see it. And I want everyone to tell me it's fantastic. But sure. I know it's not going to, like, that is not the reaction mm. I'm going to have. And and that's not the reaction everyone should have. And I expect, but I think the thing you expect it from reviewers or you expect it from mm. strangers, but, like, you, you expect irrationally your friends and family to love everything you do. And right. they're just not going to. No. I mean, it's not, like you say, not everything is for everybody. And I think I've also spent a lot of time making it okay for me to be mm -hmm. like, yeah, I liked what I made. Mm -hmm. You didn't. Fine. So that has made me kind of zen in both directions. I mean, yeah. like, that yeah, wasn't, I didn't, not my deal. That having been said, Hello Dolly should be shot into the sun and never performed again. But well, I mean, that's, a lot you know. Of, there's a lot of Gary Hartman <laughs> that just should. Stay. Oh my God. You, <laughs> are you familiar with that, that movie, Connie and Carla? No. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. So there's this wonderful movie called Connie and Carla, um, and it's sort of in a kitsch vein. Like, it's Connie and Carla in something. I never remember. It doesn't matter. But uh, Nia Vardalos and... Um, oh, um, and Tony Collette. And Tony yes. Collette. Oh, yes. Yeah. I remember when this yeah. was out. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. So they, they are, they are uh, dinner theater performers who witness a murder, and so they go <laughs> undercover as drag performers somewhere <laughs> right yes it's extraordinary it's this this movie and Tuang Fu Thanks for Everything Julie Newmar uh -huh. are like my go-tos sure when I want to pick me up or I'm in a good mood mm -hmm. or I just have some time because it, it just yeah. makes me happy but um there is a there is a villain in the or a, the hand of a villain uh in that film who is going from town to town looking for them and he's looking in every dinner theater and he sees Mame like <laughs> 27 times <laughs> and so every time I see oh, Hello Dolly <laughs> it's hysterical and if you're in theater and you know it's like well yeah, yeah. but every time I see Hello Dolly I hear Mame <laughs> in my head which they're two separate except it's not it's the same part yeah. and it's just it's the same <laughs> of theater for me it's just yeah. like well yay and, but Carol Channing and I just love her. And then the her. movie's terrible. I mean, it's all just, yeah. Yeah, no, it's terrible. You, know, you, don't like, you don't like Barbara? I like Barbara just fine. I don't, you know. No, no. And I like uh, Tommy Toon. I mean, yeah. I like a lot of parts. I, like I like a lot of individual flavors, but when you mix a lot of flavors together, sometimes it just tastes like crap. You know? But there have been some really interesting revivals of that. I mean, we're not talking about Hello, Dolly, but if we're talking about Hello, Dolly. Yeah. Pearl Bailey uh -huh. was Dolly. Danny LaRue was Dolly in England. Mm -hmm. in the West End. Yeah. And I, I, I also, would it, like some more non-traditional casting. That like would be that. yes. I think that would be extraordinary. There is no more traditional Dolly casting than Bette, Bette Midler, Midler at the moment. Like that's it, you know. Except maybe Patty Lapone. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. No. Even no. Bette Midler's more. Patty knows. Patty's yeah. also small. Right. 
That's like, true. Little. Yeah, because I mean, Bette Midler really small, well. It's small fun. I was about to say, personality. <laughs> I was about to say Bette Midler couldn't play Mama Rose, but of course she did, so mm-hmm. she could. Um, <laughs> we talked about. We that. did. We did talk about that. So yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, I know. We don't have to talk about Hello Dolly. But also, so Mary Martin and Ethel Merman were both offered that role and they the Dolly role, and they both were like, uh-uh. Right. And then Carol Channing was cast, and both Ethel and Mary were like, but maybe. But me. Yeah. And Mary Martin ended up. She did it. Yeah. Ethel didn't. Oh, Ethel. It's all right. She. Yeah, it's fine. Her Ethel's career didn't really fine. go anywhere, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the end of it. She should have won for the original Gypsy. But, but that's, so. Yeah, neither here nor there. But so you told, you said grow up. Right. Yeah. About, so about that opinion. Yeah. About that. Well, when you're getting paid for something, I mm-hmm. feel like there's a more of an open season. Not. I don't mean that people should be unkind in how they express their opinion or yes. people's personal relationship. But um. Yeah. Grow up. I mean, there's it's no, like a think, hard world out there. No, I think so, criticism's. Like, I mean, this is particularly in this format of a podcast. Criticism like, is know, valid. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just a question of making sure that it's constructive. Right. To me at all. Well, and also, I think that performers and any kind of creator or any maybe anyone in any kind of job also needs to be thoughtful about what kind of criticism they ask for Mm. as if you just want people to come and appreciate the effort you put into this Mm -hmm. and that's like awesome then maybe don't ask for genuine feedback you know what i mean like that you know i mean unless you actually take it yeah Yeah. i imagine it must be very challenging particularly if you're the writer slash director of something that if people who are your friends don't like it it kind of may feel like they don't get you well and that's why that i think would be really hard but at the same time, like there's a difference between like people you actually know versus like well, professionals who will go I, on. I start. I mean, I've had I've done this twice now, where I've had readings for shows, and Carrie was there for one of these, where I start each feedback session by saying, "You can't hurt my feelings," mm-hmm. because there is this tendency when you surround yourself with friends at a closed reading of your script for them to be like, "It was great, right? So good, good for you." And I don't want to hear right. that because the audience yeah. isn't going to hear that. The audience right. is going to come at me. So I need to know honestly what you think. And the first time we did it, it got a little rough at one point. But I never felt attacked because everyone in the room was, if not a friend, somebody who I completely respected. So everybody was there to make the show better. And that's what it was. That's what it felt like. Mm -hmm. But it is that is not something I like. I didn't start that way. Like it doesn't come to that through the confidence of being like, this will be better once everybody tears it apart, this, mm-hmm. they will be. This will be a better show. But it's also, I think, one thing I'm very careful about is making sure you're criticizing the right person for the right thing, because I feel like actors a lot of time get attacked oh, uh-huh. for bad scripts and mm-hmm. bad direction and bad yeah. scores, right? Because they're the face; they're out there yeah. all the time. And mm-hmm. I, so I really think it's to be like you have to be very careful. And also, like bad writing could get can taint everything, or bad direction right. can really ruin mm-hmm. some writing. And so it's a question of making sure you're criticizing the right the right thing for the right reasons, not right. just like giving a blanket statement, which can lead to a lot of hemming and hawing, which yeah. is but it can also lead to some pretty interesting, you know, responses. And right. Like well, if people can't take that kind of criticism, then maybe this isn't the profession for them. See, I disagree with that statement. I don't I don't think that's if it's gonna like because I don't lie think, you out. But I don't think we're ever prepared to be prepared to take criticism. That's never part of training. That's never part of it, it takes such an effort to stand up in front of people and do stuff oh, that I think that from, I don't know. I think you get to it. I'm just saying, like early on, I don't think that you you're you're prepped for it. Because I think if you if you attend any sort of conservatory or like structured drama program to train mm-hmm. uh, theater class to train, there is criticism involved. It is something very different though than when a stranger who comes to see you on a Tuesday night and you've got the flu, but they don't know that, and right. you still have to go out and do your right. job because you don't have an understudy eviscerates you. Yeah, to your like to come up to you. No. In the, in the press. In, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah. is something yeah. that nobody can ever prepare you for. Right. 
and you have to figure out how to self care. And even well, if you're, I, mean, I don't mean like if you dislike it, you shouldn't be in theater. But if you don't have a system in place for, but I, I agree, coping with it, I agree with what, that. Is something that you have to sort of learn, right? Yeah. You have to you have to learn how to how to protect. And even if you're like, I'm not an actor who reads reviews. Everybody else reads reviews. Yeah, right. Everybody reads mm-hmm. reviews, and so someone's always going to leak something, or people's behavior is going to be different, or somebody who gets a bad review and they read their review, they're going to change their performance on stage, and you're going to come off stage at intermission and be like, "What are we doing today? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. What are we doing today?" But yeah. it goes back to like, if you can't handle it, then yeah. you should go find another. But it's job. a question of what do you say? I, I guess what I object or to also take a break. Yeah, is right. Exactly. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, But if you have the self possession to take a break, that means you are doing the evaluation necessary yeah. to be like, "I'm like, you know, I read this review. I'm really upset about it." Okay, I need to examine how I'm reacting to this, not, you know, not being like I should not be reviewed. Yeah, <laughs> true. No, absolutely. And, and any time an actor has taken has, has taken it upon themselves to write an op-ed in the Times, attacking oh. reviewer, it has always gone badly, and it is not something yes. that anyone should ever do. Everyone has a place, and everyone has an opinion, and that's all fine. But it is, it, I, I think that just what I want to do, and especially in something like this, is celebrate more than tear down but also when attacking yeah. do it like I say if I'm going to go after a show I want to make sure that I'm doing it in the right way for the right reasons and hitting punching the right people you know and I think when <laughs> Kenny and I talked about Starlight Express yeah. we did a really good mm-hmm. job of being like this Specific. show is bonkers crazy <laughs> and I love every second of it but it's terrible like it's yeah. a really badly written show and sort of exploring why we thought it was a badly written mm-hmm. show that's interesting to me and that's mm-hmm. constructive because it partially could be my academic training like I had a much longer view on these things and I'm not going to be like this is you know right, right. Right. so <laughs> so I don't because I don't like those it's why m- our mother always said that I should write criticism and uh-huh. I, I can't because I'm not willing to be like like this is an abortion you know yeah. I'm not willing ah. to write those reviews and those are the reviews that get you yeah. attention and I'm not right, yeah. never willing to do it. not the good reviews but the ones that get you yeah that absolutely clicks. especially now that anybody can be a reviewer anybody yeah. can be a critic you can set up a WordPress page or a right. weekly account you know, on Twitter you know what I mean you, you, yeah. 140 characters you can you can do whatever you want yeah. and Any, yeah. anybody anybody can build you up or tear you down which is too bad yeah I want to bring it back to the Tony Awards though oh, for yeah. a second mm-hmm. because the original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at OriginalCastPod. You can follow me, Patrick Flynn, on Twitter at UnknownPenguin. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts from the convenience of your iPhone and or check out the original cast on Stitcher if that's how you get down. My thanks to Roddy Flynn and Carrie Ginsburg for coming down and talking to me. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. Oh,